Hello, my name is Richard Claywell. This is another session of Litigation Speaks. I'm going to talk to you today about doing forecasts or projections. Technically, there's a difference between those two terms, but they're used interchangeably by almost everybody. I'm going to talk about those a little bit today. When you look at a projection from an attorney standpoint, you probably have some people that work in your office that use Excel a little bit. It's real easy to put that in Excel and chart that data. We had a case last year where the expert was using the COVID-19 data and this company was suffering from COVID-19. So they were looking at the historical trend and said that it should do something similar to that in the future. But that's not the case. So because there is a decrease in the, um, the revenues as a result of COVID, it doesn't make sense to go back and use the historical trends for COVID. So look at the reports and see how the expert has handled that. The, the data prior to COVID, if the company is suffering from that, uh, is not considered to be reliable data. There's been many, many webinars uh, and conferences about doing the work we do, the business valuations, this is that that data is just not reliable uh, at, at this point in time. When we do evaluation, we need to assess, <coughs> I'm sorry, we need to assess the risk. We need to look at how long we think that the damage period is going to continue from COVID-19. Now there's a McKinsey and Company report that came out in right after uh, COVID hit, and they give an estimate of how long they thought it would take different industries to recover. People are not taking that into consideration, and they should take that into consideration. If they don't take that into consideration, then more than likely they have overvalued the company because they're not figuring the risk associated with uh, COVID-19. have a case or had a case where the, the 2000 from, two, from 2019 to 2020 the revenues decreased by 30 percent what the experts on the other side did was they increased the revenues by 40 percent and I, I believe what they actually did was they went back to the 2019 year they skipped the 2020 year and they increased that by 40 percent I can almost replicate the math in doing that. Then once they had that projection done, then they continued to grow that into the future for an additional four years. So they did a five-year discounted cash flow model on this. The problem with that was that they increased the revenues by about $6 million by skipping a year. The actual revenues, now I was working for the plaintiff, and I, the actual revenues that was after the valuation date and after my report was prepared, I got a copy of that tax return, and their revenues were right at about $6 million short of what the other side had projected, and that's because we had that huge dip in revenues, then there was a large increase, what they had projected, in the revenues. The error that they've made 
or the bias that they've had actually is compounded. And so instead of starting off at a more reasonable number or a quote unbiased type of number, i.e. being overstated, you know, six million dollars or so, then that number has carried forward into the future for all the other years. So they wind up with a really, uh, in my opinion, out of line forecast for the company that they were doing. When you have a forecast and you're doing a discounted cash flow analysis, strongly suggest that you chart the data. When we do damage claims, we always chart the data. Take a look and see what's happening. On this particular company, the revenues, when you make a projection on those, once you get to the, the damage period, then the revenues increase exponentially. When, when uh, I gave a presentation one time in China, and, and I said that you have a hockey stick projection. And that's really what they have is a hockey stick projection. The problem with saying it's a hockey stick projection, I found out later on that they don't play hockey in China, so nobody knew what I was talking about when I made that comment. So if you have one that looks like a rocket, just go straight up, that's a problem. You can also chart the operating income or the net income and see what happens with that. When you look at what this particular expert did, they they the historical is, is fairly level, and then it just shoots way up, just way out of proportion. So preparing that little chart will give the attorney an indication of either unreasonableness or maybe biased in the report. Uh, this was done for the defense side of the case. So that is something to take a look at for the, uh, the revenues that you've got. In my opinion, it's imperative that you look at the forecastery projections with a critical eye. You should look at the entire projections or forecasts with a critical eye. There's a lot of moving parts of these. A good question to ask in a deposition, or maybe even in a trial, is when you had to make a decision, what was the impact of that decision? So. If I made a, an assessment of an issue and I made a decision in favor of a plaintiff and I do that consistently, there's probably going to be some bias. If you make the same type of decision but it's always for the defense side of the case, there's going to be some bias. So I believe it's imperative that when you wind up making these decisions, and some of these are, are difficult to sort out, is sometimes you might want to look at it and say, well, I'm going to make this for the plaintiff side of the case, I'll do the other for the defense side of the case, to try to level that out so that you're not going to be biased uh, when you do that. When you do your projections, I think it's imperative that you have a review of those. You need to have your expert do that or someone else. If your expert is being biased, they're probably not going to be forthcoming to tell you that it's there. Uh, but it is something you need to take a look at. So if you have any questions on this particular topic area, if you want to give me a call or send me an email, do that. If you have any specific questions on any valuation or damage issue, 
uh, feel free to send me an email and uh, we'll do a little podcast on that. These presentations are on, you know, on podcast format, they're on a YouTube format, and we're going to post a script to uh, my website so you can get some of these. Uh, and get, get you can get this one and some prior uh, issues that we've done. So have a good week. If I can help you, give me a call. Talk to you later. Bye.